Welcome to Naja Reviews. This is Brian, your host. Today we're looking at a movie called Clinger that I just found on Amazon Prime. First time I watched it, it was free. The rewatch cost money, so that kind of sucked. But $4 rental. I don't know anyone in this movie from anything else. It's about a clingy ghost. The name says it all. You see the cover and the name, you know what's happening. Now, I'd say this is an average movie. It's a horror comedy, if I was going to look at it analytically. But, come on. This one's a good one. It's funny. One of the friends in here has so many fake innuendos that she might be my favorite character, just based on those. Because I'm a sucker for a good, funny, sexual joke. Talking about being wet, but she meant her tears things like that. I'm not going to say them all in this review because you got to watch the movie for that, but that might have been one of my funny my favorite ones. I don't really have much more to say except they did a good blend of practical and CGI. The CGI wasn't great, but I kind of give it a pass because of the practical effects that were in this movie. It made me think about asylum movies like Battle Dogs or Sharktopus or Sharknado, those kind of ones. If Asylum put as much effort as these filmmakers did, they would have a great movie company. Instead, they make trash, because I guess it's easy? That's a side note, just one of the thoughts I had. We're going to get into the spoiler chunk of this review. This one's probably going to be a little shorter than the other ones, just because I don't have anything to complain about, really, for this one. It flowed well. It it did its job. It's a good one. So we're going to get into spoilers in the overview right now. So here we go. It opens up with a love quote talking about how love never dies, and it's ominous because of the movie and then we get to see our main character practicing track her name is fern and i'll say this for a gripe ferns are one of my favorite plants the whole carboniferous forest and all that because dinosaurs and stuff i just planted a fern outside my house because i wanted to overtake the area that it's in i almost hate the word fern because of how much times it gets said in this movie side note Sorry. While she's running track, she gets distracted by Rob, and then she misses a hurdle and eats shit, and it dislocates her shoulder, and she makes Rob pop it back into place because she wants to go to MIT, and the way she's going to get noticed is this track sprinting situation. It's not a sprint, sorry. After that, they lock eyes, and they're going on a date. And then you get to see them looking in the mirror doing that whole psyching themselves up thing and it's deliciously awkward pretty much these two characters are super awkward especially rob you hear his mom make a jerk off joke like you taking another extra long shower which you gotta be more stealthy than that's all i got (laughs) so their first date is actually pretty great it's a picnic and rob likes to sing so he makes a song and the song's to ask her to date and she says yes of course then we get to see fern's actual best friend mo she's a jesus freak we'll say but pretty much every time she's on screen she has some kind of innuendo that's great and then she's like oh no i meant this every single time at one point in the movie she's like if you won't let me in your front door can i come in your back door and she literally means going in the front door of the house or the back door of the house shit like that it's great if you're fucked up like me fern for some reason wants to bang in a car but rob is like it needs to be more special than that so they almost went to pound town didn't quite make it there then we get a dating montage and you can see how fucking clingy he is and he just too much it's like here's our one week anniversary here's our one month and three days anniversary blah 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 blah, blah, blah. but you can see in the montage of pictures her facial expressions like come on dude this is a bit too much you need to calm it down just as a side note it's and it, 
These characters are in high school. This is their first relationship, so keep that in mind. But here's how it works. If any young people listen to this, which they probably shouldn't, because I mark them as explicit, because I cuss too much, and we talk about stuff like rape and murder. Beside the point, it's one month, six months, year, and then year, 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 year. None of this in-between shit. And then if you get married, you either get married on your anniversary date, or your new anniversary is your marriage date. Feel free to disagree. That's just my way to think about it. Anyway, back to the movie. (laughs) Fern wants to go to MIT with track, but also go into neuroscience, so she's a smart cookie. It's important for later that she knows science. And then they go on their, like, question mark, question mark, question mark anniversary date thing. And Rob is just, it's too much, man. Calm it down. Whether you think she's the love of your life or not, chill. He has no chill. So when he's about to say, I love you, she says, I think we need to break up at the same time. But there's this, like, big thing he made, and it's basically a love guillotine. And when she says, I don't love you, it makes him stagger. He falls back, hits the switch, fucking chops his head off. And this is all practical shit. Chops his head off, falls into a basket that's supposed to throw flowers, flings his head, practical head, into Fern's hands. It's amazing. And then we get the title card. So they're at the wake, and I learned more characters' names in this one, but we're going to call this one character who acts like Fern's friend. Her name's just Bitch for this review, because she is one, and that's her only character trait. When they're at the wake, Fern starts to hallucinate people blaming her for Rob's death. It it wasn't her fault. It was an awkward situation. He doesn't shut the hell up and let her talk anyway. She had no other way to say it other than blurting it out. Not his fault. Then we meet up with Harlan, who's just another kid in school, but he's, he's comforting her. He's basically the only real human being character in this whole entire movie. Everybody else is like a caricature of a human, which is fine. It makes it funny, but I like Harlan. Then we meet up with her track coach, and her name is Valeria, but we're going to call her Side Hug. And the reason we're going to call her Side Hug is because she only gives side hugs. Now, I'm going to let you on a little secret, women. One of the things that guys hate the most is a side hug. It's like, you either give me a real hug, or don't hug me at all. It's just a hug. Calm the fuck down. Once again you disagree you disagree that's just if you're not going to go all the way with something just don't do it at all anyways she's got weird hair and she's like really loud and don't take no shit from nobody type character she annoyed me at first and then as the movie goes on she's pretty cool so at this point we get to she side hug says something that's like do you know about ghosts she says something about maybe i'll see him around sometime what does that mean we'll find out later then there's a family dinner or not a fam yeah family dinner and we get introduced to Kelsey, which is Fern's sister's boyfriend, and he sucks shit. I don't like him at all. He's super annoying. He's supposed to be that way. Doesn't mean I have to like it. And then we see that uh, Rob is haunting Fern subtly, changing some things around, playing music over the radio, things like that. And then Fern's off to the Googs to look up ghosts, and she finds a ghost hunter nearby, and it's Side Hug. She says something like, oh, I posted that in the 80s, and I'm like, or I posted that website in the 90s and like when you were five because she doesn't look that old. Then we get a rundown on a couple of different kinds of ghosts. Sidehug thinks that Rob is a love ghost. Fern and Sidehug have this like, it's not an exorcism. She just tries to commune with Rob to see or commune with the spirits to see what it is. And it is a love ghost. And when Sidehug explains things, It's in this, like, fun, cartoony way, and we get to learn that you have to vanquish a love ghost, because if you feed into it, they can get murderous if you don't. They get overly lovey, even more than he already was, 
and then they start to get murderous when you don't reciprocate the feelings. So that's kind of fun. But she tells Fern how to summon Rob. I'm like, why would you even summon him? Just ignore him. But anyways, she summons Rob. He doesn't remember the night of his death. They have a dinner. Dean's there, but so is Rob. But Rob doesn't know he's a ghost yet. So they're talking about Rob as if he's dead, because he is. And Fern freaks out, and then Rob learns that he's a ghost. And he has to go process this, so he goes to the graveyard. And we get to see, admittedly, bad costumes, but they're fun. Like, we have, like, a zombie cowboy that spins his gun, puts it in his pocket, and shoots himself in the foot. It's pretty funny. We got this little kid that has her arms missing, but she's a smartass. It's funny. A ghost gives Rob a ghost book's how to learn your powers as a ghost type thing. And then Temperance is his graveyard buddy, or uh, not graveyard, burial buddy, because they're right next to each other. And she has a, a hatchet in the back of her head. And she's from way back when. She got axed by her husband for some reason. It's a fun little flashback. It's real quick. It's good. Nice and bloody. And I forgot to say this about Kelsey, but she's like a quote-unquote entrepreneur. I can relate. I'm trying to do Etsy crap, and she's trying to do this hand puppet thing and she's a grief counselor and uh for the school because everybody cares about rob even though nobody cared about rob before he died it's one of those kind of situations and she sucks shit at being a grief counselor but it's kind of funny but this pushes fern to contact rob again and then they have this ghost bonding dance music thing there's a track meet or like practice meet and you can tell that side hug can see rob because she has she's a ghost hunter and she rolls her eyes but this is when rob figures out that ferns go wants to go to mit and can't have that because then she'd be too far away so he gets a little pissy about that because he's too damn clean and then rob overdoes everything like we're gonna go on a date in the graveyard and then she's like no i have to do school work because i'm still alive guy i can't go on your date but harlan and fern have a bonding session and it's pretty good they seem like a way better match in my opinion. Fern's in the lab working. Rob's in the graveyard getting stood up, even though she didn't stand him up. She said no like six times in one conversation. But then Rob fucks up the lab work, which gives her a bad grade, which is bad for MIT. It's like he's trying to fuck her up, whether on purpose or not on purpose. And then he apologizes too quickly because he's abusive. (laughs) She's deleting his pictures off her computer, but she can't delete the last one which is probably the first picture they took. Just can't do it. So her emotions get the best of her, and then we get one of the best scenes in the entire movie, because I'm a psycho. (laughs) They start to have ghost sex. Like, they're making out, and then Kelsey and Dean walk in, and she's like, Kelsey freaks out. She's like, oh my god, I walked in on my sister about to masturbate. And then Dean's like, hey, want any help with that? I mean, he doesn't say that, but that's what he means. It's funny. But then they get into it, and then he puts on a ghost condom. I'm pretty sure he didn't need the ghost condom. But anyways... It's funny. This is where it gets good. So they start doing it. And uh, I forgot to say this, but Rob has his head stitched back on like when he was in the the casket. So she wrapped a, uh, a scarf around it like the one girl where if you take a scarf off, her head falls off. Only this one's red instead of green. So it's not as good. And she's like, take off the scarf. Like, I want it to be us both naked type situation. And then he's pumping, right? And they're making funny jokes. Because he's like, I thought this would be hard, but it's fun. And she's like, it's hard and fun. So it's it's pretty funny. And then as he starts getting ready to, to go, she's like, she sees the stitches on his neck start breaking. And she's like, I need you to stop. But he's like, oh, I love you too. Because he doesn't know how to listen. And his head just like falls right off, lands on her, and there's just blood. 
everywhere. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> but this is when Fern's like, yeah, I think we need to break up. This isn't going to work. And he's like, we don't have to have sex again. We can just cuddle. And she's like, nope, you're dead. I'm alive. It's not going to work. So she's down in the dumps and then bitch calls her and's like, come to my party and bring your friend Mo. So they go to the party and Fern's getting smashed and Rob's drinking too, but he's like depressed, angry. I have to get back at Fern. And he makes some of the alcohol that she's drinking turn into blood and she goes to drink it and then spits it up on bitch's face and it ruins the entire party and then she passes out and the next day we learn that harlan's girlfriend broke up with him so fern and him bond even more and it's pretty funny rob sees it and he gets jelly so harlan's in the locker rooms because he's like a football guy and he's cleaning up and rob tries to cut his dick off with a pair of scissors so he gets attacked with floating scissors and he's freaking out and he calls fern and fern's like uh i have to go back to side hug's house real quick and she gives fern a book to combat spirits a squirt gun that's a ghost gun it's a ghost laser gun and these ghost pills that if you eat it you can see all ghosts around you not just the ones that are attached to you so if anybody eats these pills they can see any of the ghosts even if the ghosts don't want to be seen and they're like, she's like, what's in these pills? And Sidehug's like, it's fucking ghost science. Just leave. When she drives home, Rob locks her in the car and starts filling the car up with, like, living toys. And it's like, we get to hear the word fern again, like, 500 times. And I love you very much. I love you very much. And she ghost guns the window open and falls out. And she's like, Rob, you need to fucking calm it down in this, like, standoff. She says something that... She worded incorrectly. Wording is everything with me. She says it wrong. She says something to the effect of, It's not that you're dead. It's that I'm alive. So then that plants the seed in Rob's head when he goes back to the graveyard and is talking with Temperance. And he comes up with a new plan. Let's kill Fern. At this point, Fern convinces Kelsey and Mo that ghosts are real and Rob's after her. This is one of those movies where people just believe what people say but it's in service to comedy so i give it a pass this was a serious movie that would have pissed me off but it's not so it didn't rob comes to fern and asks her to die for him and she's like yeah about no so fern runs to kelsey's room and kelsey has dean uh, chained to the bed and he's like oh we're gonna have a threesome now because dean's a piece of shit (laughs) but then we get a teddy bear attack and it's like i've been waiting for this moment temperance is helping rob at this point so we got a teddy bear attacking from one direction and temperance with her head axe uh attacking from the other direction kelsey beats that bitch with a bat knocks her out for a little bit don't know how you knock out a ghost but they figured out a way the bear jumps on dean and just rips his throat out claws up his chest it's great it's a good time one of the bears bites kelsey and then she gets axed in the like clavicle area but she's not dead then they kill the bears off knock out temperance and there's a standoff between fern and rob and rob backs down i'll see you later basically situation (laughs) dean instantly comes back as a ghost and i hated him as alive but as a ghost he's pretty funny kelsey's like oh you're back i love you and and then basically he winks at fern and then she's like oh you're a piece of shit get the hell out of here and he's like i'm gonna take my beautiful body with me just like pulls his dead body out of the house with him as a ghost then we get uh side hugs backstory in a cartoon there was a car accident her grandmother and her mom died in the car accident came back as love ghost had to vanquish the mom and she's still haunted by the grandma we see the grandma 
earlier. Now Fern's had enough. It's a gear-up montage where Fern explains to her parents and friends that we need to stop these ghosts. And it's going to be at this big track meet so we all can come together at the end. Convenience, but not really. Um, And you get to see each of them psych themselves up. Rob's like, I love you. I want to kill you because I love you. And you got Fern's like, I hate you. You don't really love me. And then she makes new laser guns with the book. And Rob gets the ghosts from the graveyard to help him kill Fern. So they're on the march to go to the track meet. And Dean pops in and he's like, is this the ice cream social? And the little kid's like, nah, we're going to kill somebody. And Dean's like, yeah, fuck that. So pretty sure Dean's a better person as a ghost than he was as a live person. And in the middle of this track meet, we get the ghost fight. Mom, dad, Kelsey in a wheelchair trying to convince the crowd that it's some kind of play. Harlan, Mo, all them against the ghosts. And then Bitch goes up to have a stupid inspirational talk and... I don't know how this happens, but Tempest just chops her hand off, and it's amazing. Like, in front of everybody, her hand just, boop, falls off. I mean, we see the chop, but everybody else just sees a hand fall off. At this point, Side Hug rolls up in a, oh, what's it called? It's like a golf cart type situation, and her gun's way more badass than Fern's guns. But these guns only stun the ghosts, but they can also beat the shit out of the ghosts. Like, the little girl loses her legs, and then when... All the ghosts give up towards the end of this fight. She's like, can somebody help me? I'm, I'm losing... I lost my legs. And she's like scooting back to the graveyard. Because Fern finally gets uh, Rob to realize that this isn't what needs to happen and he needs to move on. And a big temporal disturbance comes up in the sky that everybody can see. They can't see the ghosts, but they can see the temporal disturbance. And he floats away. Mo falls in love with Harlan's friend because the sun was shining in just the right place. And he's a dude bro who's funny, but in real life you'd want to fucking stab him. He only shows up a couple times. That's why I didn't mention him earlier. Harlan and Fern. Harlan's like, hey, want to go on a date? And Fern's like, I think I'll take a break. And Harlan's like, sounds good to me. So I'd say maybe six months later they'd be dating. They'd probably be good for each other because they both seem like rational human beings that respect each other and that's the movie it was very enjoyable i'd say if you're just in the mood for a a fun ride that doesn't challenge much of anything and you're just like i want to giggle at a movie this is a perfect movie for that especially if you like a little bit of gore i don't think i have anything else to say it was a good one so with that being said if you like the intro and the outro music jake did a really good job with that he works with me his links in the description I think he needs more work, and I hope you all have a great week. I'll talk to you next week with some other weird movie that I randomly find. Bye.